0: all right how are you how are you? are you ill are you ill and she will be laughed. Why am I excited let me tell you why <clears throat> after teasing it for almost a year after edging everyone <laughs> about this I it was I've been teasing this for a year the ranking the tournament of the of the hottest, Disney animals and you know what now that you're here and I don't have to be all bloody PC out there just to get you here because the title might have said the hottest Disney animals ranked tournament or whatever but you know what this really is is the most fuckable (laughs) the most is is they fuckable that's the question we're asking these Disney animals today look the CCF let me tell you a bit about the CCF community right out there right and this is what I'm saying once you're in here on this podcast once I have your eyes here I don't need to be fucking showbiz fucking (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about but I don't need to be as clean I can be the dirt is here and it can be dirty and we are going to get dirty we're going to be playing around the bloody mud we're going to be fucking playing pinning each other like Simba and Nala when they grew up not when they were kids I wasn't into that one (laughs) it's different when there's a camera here listen The CCF community, the cartoon cat fuckers community, out there, when I'm all bloody six o'clock show, when I'm out there being bloody showbiz, right? I might be calling it the cartoon cat friends. If you see me on a six o'clock show, I'll be like, oh, well, it's people who are romantically uh, 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 attracted to get." I'm talking about people who want to fuck these animals in VR headsets. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want, but I love them. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I... I probably even just want to hug them, right? It's the same thing where I just saw these Disney animals when I was a child and I'm like, I want these. And I don't know what it is, what I want. But I'm romantically connected to some of them, right? So the... (laughs) So the CCF community... Let me tell you about the CCF community. The cartoon cat fuckers, as we're called here, out there, just to kind of save face, so we don't mess up the algorithms. We're called the cartoon cat friends. Similarly, hit show, shit show, all that stuff. Look, once you're over here, this is the dirt, right? This is the fucking Motley Crue uh, autobiography, the dirt. I don't know if you've ever seen, or read the book. They're all fucking depraved. Hey, you can't. Anyway, we're not getting into that now. We're not getting into that. Although, speaking of Motley Crue, I was, re- I was re- remembering there when uh, when Pamela Anderson was going out with Tommy Lee. From Motley Crew, And everyone's like... Uh, everyone fancied Pamela Anderson, obviously. This is a real life one. Um, everyone fancied uh, Pamela Anderson. Um, although I'd say Lola Bunny would be a direct... You know... She would have been going for... Anyway, we're not talking about Lola yet. We can't really talk about Lola... On this episode as much... As people... The thirstiest... You boys... You nasty little boys... Getting into my DMs about Lola Bunny. And look... She's up there. She is S-level. She is God-level... Cartoon... Cartoon... Uh, and this is not just about the cats as well. Hang on, I'm jumping all over the place, right? Like a bloody bunny. <laughs> but listen, um, what was I saying there? Pamela Anderson, when she was going out with Tommy Lee, <laughs> everyone was like, remember someone told me in school, being like, oh, you know you're one from uh, from Baywatch? Pa- well, we knew her from like Barbed Wire and everything, you know. Of course you knew who Pamela Anderson was. You just knew, right? You just knew. Playboy, right? And they were like, "God, oh, here, you hear Pamela Anderson's uh, done a sex tape with uh, with Tommy Lee? And I'm like, it's Tommy Lee Jones. It's Tommy Lee Jones. Will you stop, away? Why does everyone keep saying Tommy? Can you please finish his name? She's in a sex video with Tommy Lee Jones from Batman Forever. <laughs> Why can't everyone just get this through their thick skulls? Your man from The Fugitive somehow has got Pamela Anderson and they've made a sex tape on a bow, right? And I know he doesn't drum. What is, that? What is wrong? I couldn't wrap my head around the fact there was another guy called Tommy Lee who was not Tommy Lee Jones. Anyway, the CCF community started with the love of cats. OK, but this it, it's it's kind of. Um, <laughs> I was about to liken it to LGBTQA, but I'm not going to go into that kind of power. That's dumb power. Right. It's not that. It's not that. Right. That's not what this is. We will accept we're, we're kind of willing to kind of cast the wider net into into cartoon uh, animals. You know, what started with a love of cats is essentially part of the whole the whole animal sphere. The CCF community, the cartoon cat Focus community. This doesn't make any sense to anyone. Does this make any sense to anyone? What am I talking about? The CCF community was formed out of reluctance. I'd have to say, I was happy to die without anyone knowing my sexual proclivities (laughs) towards cartoon cats, right? Or a rest of the animals. However, when John Favreau, my peer, fellow uh, video maker like myself, uh, fellow he likes a good chat as well. Do you know what I think? We get on really well, fellow Star Wars uh, fan, Pierre. Um, when he was making the Lion King, the live-action Lion King, which essentially was CG animals that they put in VR and kind of ran around, and tried to shoot them like a David Attenborough documentary. Incredible tech, looked great. Was Nala was Nala specifically attractive? Did I'm not explaining this right. They did a live action thing, right? But what they did in doing that is they disgraced the hottest bird, cat, to ever grace our silver screens, Nala the lion, lioness. And they did her dirty. They even got, you know, fellow stunning bird, woman, Beyonce, to do the voice. And they they did her dirty. They made her just suck. I couldn't even tell if it, it looked like a guy, Right. All animals, unless they have eyelashes, look like guys to me, right? Is that that makes me a chauvinist? Then I'm a bloody chauvinist. If a dog walks into a room I'm like, look at this guy. How hey, his name? Same with a cat. And I know a lot of people look at a cat and they think, oh, what's her name? A Cat walks in I'm like, oh, what's his name? Unless it's a bling, 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 and big red lips on an actual animal, then I will think it's a man. Does this make sense? So <laughs> when. So when Nala was... Um, so when they rolled out this new Nala, right? I was up in arms about it. I... And my wife was very supportive of it. She's like, you need to do this. You need to say something about this. Right? I've never had her get involved. This is a private thing. I've never had her dress up as like a cat or anything like that. Right? I'm only kind of... like I'm. I'm no, I'm leaning into this. I'm not I'm not acting like that. No, I'm leaning into this. So my wife was very supportive of me. She gave me the old Schofield <laughs> She gave me the Schofield treatment. She was like you know, and no one has been more supportive in this endeavor to to, to bring awareness for people who also fancy cartoon animals. She's been so supportive of this and she says, Look, you need to do this. So I went on Instagram, I got onto the I got onto bloody Bob Iger in Disney and I said, Bob, brother bro, my f- peer. I, have, I, run, I also run a business, Tony Cantwell Comedy. I do t-shirts. You're a peer. <laughs> You're a peer. Fellow businessman, can I speak to you on a business to business level? You're, you are not benefiting us, the community, and, uh, and, and Disney as a whole um, by, releasing, uh, by releasing this movie in its unedited state where Nala is just a fucking dime a dozen lioness you'd find on any Serengeti, right? You need to give her lovely eyes. You need to give her nice little lips. Okay? You need to. When 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 Simba finally pins. I'm sorry for being so aggressive there. Nala. And she gives her that look. You know. The, Can you feel? You know? We need to see that. Anyway, they did it. Great, great version. You know, you had Donald Glover, you had you had Beyonce, but when it came down to it, she just looked like a fucking cat. You took away, you took away the attraction, you took away the cartoon, you took away the features. And when I was talking about this online, because they didn't end up going with my edited version, I sent them proof after proof. I can try and find some of the the, the drawings I did to improve Nala. They ignored me, uh, and you, phenomenal fellow members of the CCF community, came out in your droves to support. This is fucking. This is. A, this is. This is. I feel like this is actually like a manifesto video that will be shown in the news when I die. When <laughs> he tried... I was... He was trying... I'm not trying... This is not a militant organisation, just to be clear, okay? It's just a social club for people. Anyway, we'll get into that. So what started off is that it turned out there was a lot more people out there than I thought. People came out there it's like I totally agree. This now is the least fuckable thing I've ever seen. And I, I look and I have loads of the the, mo, the least fuckable thing I've ever seen. People were saying to me, what is this? Some this woman comes to me, she goes tears in her eyes. I can't do Donald Trump. Hang on. She's she, she, <laughs> the least fuckable thing. Nala Nala is the least man. I don't feel comfortable doing it with a video here. Anyway, people were coming to me um, and saying that they felt the same way. That Nala was not attractive. And. Basically, you know, we, um, we, we I'm, I'm, I'm repeating myself. Basically, we came together and, um, and we realized there was a lot more people out there. And we have a very simple manifesto. Make all uh, cartoon animals fuckable, right? And in terms of policy, we would like you, Michal Martin, you goddamn trash bag, okay? You bloody, uh, you bloody uh, bin, we want you to be releasing VR headsets into every home like you did the iodine tablets and give us software so we can make our own VR cat orgies. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Look, it doesn't matter. Basically, this is a Cartoon Cat Fuckers podcast. We have taken over this podcast, this very popular podcast to talk about the most fuckable Disney animals. It's not just going to be cats and it's not going to be anything outside of Disney. Lola Bunny, was a big one, right? The fucking caramel bunny who seems Disney because of the swirl of dare of of, of Cambries. Does that make sense? The swirl of the Cambries logo looks like Disney. So I was always like that's that's Disney. But it's not. Um and look we've a lot to get into here. Um <laughs> we've a lot to get into here. Because we are now going to be, this is going to be a four part, this is going to be a four part podcast. This this whole setup, is, I'm going to do this four times, okay? Um, because we have 32 combatants in this, what I'm calling the most fuckable Disney animals. Fuck off. And look, this is not going to be some, and I'm not going to, this is not, if you're into like, uh, you know, movie trivia. If you're into like genuine, like, you know. Disney animation history and lore—you can. Yeah, this is not for you. I'm essentially going to be getting two Disney animals, having done no research, and I'll tell you honestly: who can fucking get it? Who I give it to? <laughs> that's that's the whole. I'm I'm coming at this with such a high energy, right? I'm going to calm down here, right? I'm going to calm down here. I, in all seriousness, look—I'm but I'm parking this thing for a for a second, okay? Um. There's something about when you're growing up and you're just, you know, you're a bit too young to be watching, you know, um, non-animated shows. You know, you're watching cartoons, you're growing up and then you just kind of and then there's something you just see in in one of the characters They're normally animals because it's meant to be all cutesy. It's not like maybe later on you had things like recess and Kim Possible and all this stuff. But most of these things were animals. And then what happens is you have one of the animals being really nice to one of the other ones, you know, and maybe one of them has nice eyelashes. And it's a girl and you're like, I like her, you know, or it's a boy and he's got a little tuft of hair. He's like a normal fox, but he's got tuft of hair and you fancy that tuft of hair for some reason. And he's funny. He's so funny, you know, and you're like. And genuinely, I do think some of the attractions that I had in early in early cartoons has shaped. um, Has uh, has 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 shaped the rest of my life. In, in who I go for I think in general right Irish girls Irish women uh, have very cat-like features big faces Women have, Irish women have big faces right and they have quite feline-like features they have a kind of feline brow they look to be perfectly honest like something coming out of the, the island of Dr. Moreau half the time the cat-like features a little cat-like little, little skinny top lip do you know what I mean like that's why why are you trying to be fucking Kim Kardashian do you know what I mean don't be doing that to your lips you have a skinny top lip I like that I like. I don't not tell you what to do. What are we talking about? Is this still recording? Actually, hang on. Right, yeah, I've been shiting on. Listen, I've been shiting on. Um. Um. But I, you know, I so I think one of my I think my earliest crush. Um was of course the CCF logo Tootsie Galore. I'm gonna put that logo somewhere. Tootsie Galore, who was the the hot bird cat. Uh, that Tom, uh, Tom cat I don't know if that's his official name do you remember when they started fucking talking do you remember that Tom and Jerry in the Tom and Jerry movie and they're talking to each other I hated that so much I hate when people do that Fallout does that a lot as well well not a lot Fallout 3 to Fallout 4 I liked having a non-speaking protagonist and then as a speaking protagonist it's like who the fuck is this guy you know what I mean similarly I didn't like when Tom and Jerry were speaking to each other but Tootsie Galore she was, she's a hot bird hanging out on the beach you know, she was there on the balcony, Tom's playing the stand up bass trying to get her to, to, to win her over. And I was like, She looks like re- she looks really she just she's 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 drawn for a specific reason to be the object of the protagonist's affection. You know? You'll find that a lot in these. They're drawn in a certain way with the the shadow and the eyelashes that even now I have such I'm such a I've such a <laughs> I'm such a sucker for glamour. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, Snooki from Jersey Shore. I think she's go beautiful. think like, she's gorgeous, but they all. I think they're all gorgeous. I do not see, even if it's a fucking eyelash hanging off and lips done to the side, even if it's like you know where Marge gets shot with the makeup gun. I'm just a. I'm just so. Like it, it, You did it. Great job. Any. Any glamour. I'm like, beautiful. You look beautiful. I'm <laughs> so dumb. Do you know what I mean? Not to say that you're dumb to find anyone attractive, but you know what I mean? So when they're kind of drawn in this way to accentuate these features, I'm a sucker for it. So Tootsie Galore was one of them. Lola Bunny, of course. But Lola Bunny, we're going to talk about a little bit more. I think Lola Bunny might even have to get some sort of entry into this into this competition. She was featured so much. She can't win a fucking most fuckable Disney animals, but you know what I mean? Although people, a lot of people, right, who were, who were commenting, because I asked for your input, and I have a couple of stories here from people who were fancied animals uh, growing up. Fancy animal, cartoon animals. Got to specify, be very, very clear. Fancy cartoon animals. Um, but a lot of people just kind of saying, oh my God, like, and I'm like, do you have any, you know, Disney animals? You know, you f- oh, Lola Bunny, man, number one, Disney animal. Like she, like, the, the, the Looney Tunes have a Warner Brothers logo. Every, it's like, it reminds me of when you have like, do you ever like overhear a conversation and you know someone's wrong and you don't want to be rude? You know? Being like, oh, man, that new Mario game looks unreal. Oh, do you think Mario is going to be out for the, for the PlayStation? And they're like, yeah, man, it has to. The next Mario, fucking yeah, man. It's so popular. It has to be out for PlayStation. It's only a matter of time. And you're just like, no, I, don't, I actually don't think. I think it's because it's a Nintendo game. I don't think it's probably going to be out for... No, man, but it's really popular. No, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that Mario's coming out for the PlayStation. And you're just like, how do you be... I end up... And I'm so shy. I end up being... I you're probably you probably right. Actually, maybe maybe I maybe I misread. Maybe Mario, maybe Mario is maybe the one icon that the Nintendo have and have hold held on to for the last thirty years. They're just gonna give up and give to the biggest rival court. Maybe that's maybe that is the case. Maybe, maybe I maybe I misread that. Maybe I maybe I swept really fast on Eurogamer and I missed the news that Mario was coming to PlayStation. You know, I want to be like, no, you're wrong. With the greatest respect, me, I know you don't know. <laughs> So Lola Bunny, anyway, the great, with again to the greatest respect, everyone who suggested Lola Bunny is not a Disney uh, animal; it's a Warner Brothers uh, creature. Um, but anyway, look, we'll get into this. Will we get into this? Let's let's fucking get into it, right? And again, this is not film expert. This is not <laughs> this is not film expert. This is not me uh, having done any research. Uh, well, you know, I I know I know a lot of these animals. I compiled this whole thing. With the help, I should say, of Ben Clifford. Ben, thank you very much. Ben Clifford on the other podcast is the keeper of the premier crypt. He helps us um, update and keep a tally of all the scores in the uh, the monster ranking over on uh, Sexy Beasts, my other podcast. Um, and when I put the feelers out months ago that I was looking to do a most fuckable Disney animals episode, he uh, compiled a list of 32 I changed it a little bit. He also gave us some good ideas of how, if it was kind of tiebreak tie-break situation, we could kind of show how one could get over the other. So, Ben Cliver, thank you very much. If you would like to uh, follow his podcast and his live stream, he does a podcast called Homebrew Quest, if you like D&D. It's a live D&D. Him and his pals, they get on, they drink, uh, they drink booze, <laughs> and they play D&D. And it's all based on kind of Irish mythology, and a lot of the um, character names and the places are based on cool craft beer names. It's fun. Um, I was on it. Anyway, look. Let's get. Let's get. What's Darkwing Duck again? Let's get dangerous. When there's trouble, you call D.W. Um, hang on. Talk amongst yourselves there for a second. I thought I'd, I thought I had this here. Round one. So this is round one, part one of round one. Part two will be over on the Patreon. But don't worry if you're not a Patreon subscriber, if you're not willing to be one, don't you worry about that because there's going to be the quarterfinals so You're going to see who gets through next week anyway. So don't worry about that. This is a, yes, indeed a four-parter in the most fuckable Disney animals. Okay. Round one. You got Roxanne from a goofy movie. And Flounder from Little Mermaid. Listen, let me tell you this. Well, what's interesting about this, I should just say, is it's, You've got Roxanne, who is technically a dog. <laughs> Believe you me, she's anything but. <laughs> and you got Flounder, which is an actual fish. Look, let me just... Look, Flounder, bro. I don't even know how you got in here. You and your fucking schnoz, okay? You gotta, you gotta have a fucking schnoz that big to be fucking brown-nosed in Ariel. She's never gonna fuck you, bro. She's never gonna fuck you. You're a fish. Even though I suppose, technically, because she's a mermaid... You'd be more likely to be able to actually ride her than a human would. <laughs> he'd put his little um. Well, no, he would. Um, she would lay the eggs, and he'd just come by like. Fucking skeet, skeet, skeet. He would. That's how they'd have sex. Um. Look, I don't even know. Well, I'll tell you because I kind of want to look at who the kind of human counterpart. So Roxanne is the Roxanne is the um, the love interest of Max Goof from a Goofy movie. Uh, in this. Look, Roxanne is an, uh, Roxanne is a, a hot bird. She's a hot bird. A, technically a dog. Um, Flounder. Flounder is just so awful. He is so, I Honestly... It, do you not... Do you not even... If you like Flounder... Forget about finding him attractive. Not want to kill him. Smash his head. Look at the... He's all head. I want to kill him and eat him. Like he makes me want to fish. To kill fish. You know, anyway, I think if they were the human counterparts, Roxanne would be kind of a Molly Ringwald, kind of Emma Stone kind of character. Uh, and Flounder would be kind of like either the, not Anthony Michael Hall from Breakfast Club. I would say John Cryer in Pretty and Pink, the one that Anthony Michael Hall refused to do, where he's just kind of following her around, being a fucking, like, Flounder seems like the sort of guy who would be there drop of a hat when Ariel gets dumped by fucking what's-his-name, and then we're trying to like lay it on thick, trying to, like, uh, like you know, oh, I mean, oh don't worry, uh, you know. little soft boy. Flounder's a little soft boy. I'm having to go. Look, I don't know how Flounder got in here. He doesn't belong in here. Roxanne is arguably S-tier, god-level, Uh, dog, dampy. Roxanne, you've made it through to the next round. Congratulations. Okay, next up. Lady Cluck. From Robin Hood uh, and the dog from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> At least I assume he's a dog. Well, listen. Robin Hood is going to feature quite a lot in this episode. It has a lot of... It's got that perfect kind of furry archetype where it's kind of like the up on the hind legs, you know, wears clothes, has a big, big personality in the face. They're all attractive. They've got nice eyelashes if you're a girl. Um, and Lady Cluck... Ben hadn't put in, you know. Made Marion Robin Hood there, be coming up later on. Lady Cluck for me would be up, would be up there for the cleavage. There is a cleavage on show. She gives me a sort of Caroline Quinton kind of vibe, you know. Not not the standard, but beautiful, you know, and cool, uh, and Scottish. <laughs> so she's cool. Um, I like her. I fancy her, and I'd eat her because <laughs> she's a chicken. So, you know, (laughs) so I like her. So Lady Cluck from Robin Hood against the dog from Beauty and the Beast, or at least I assume he's a dog. Of course, Beast. Okay, Beast. I had a lot of thirsty ladies getting in touch, not, of course, with me. That never happens. But getting in touch about uh, Beast and the disappointment. A few gay men as well, that when Beast turned to the scrawny weakling of, uh, of, of Prince Adam. You know, because he's just kind of hulking, furry, cuddly. I'd like to get spooned by the guy. He seems, you know, and I don't think he'd kill. Do you know what I mean? I do think he's a bit of a... Is there a scene or something where he has to have a wash and his breath isn't very nice? I think he's dirty. He probably smells. Probably smells like a wet dog. And I don't like that. You know, you you go into a house and be like, there's a dog here. I haven't even seen the dog yet. I imagine he has that whole thing. Going on around him And does he have a little lipstick You know And I don't like his nose But he's handsome Look I would If you're looking at a good relationship here In terms of the passion You've got it With the Beast In terms of good communication I don't think Beast is a strong communicator I have to give it to Lady Cluck She was always very clear with Maid Marian In terms of trust Equal Beast again sacrifices himself to become a beast to let um Belle go. Lady Cluck, you know, she's always been um I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. Look as Beast. You gotta give it to Beast. Um I'm realising now I should have done some <laughs> some research into this. Cause no this, this is it. This is it for the next for the next hour. Who who I'd give it to? Um I love and Lady Cluck as well, she does a thing where she kinda of pulls up her skirt and you can see her uh you can see her fucking knickers, man. <laughs> like, this chicken. And you could eat her. This is the whole thing. Like Flounder. But I'd hate eat him. I would joyously eat Lady Cluck. Uh, and she's got a sexier name. Also, I think the male counterpart for uh, Beast would be Idris Elba. You know? That's kind of... That's 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 the kind of... That's the kind of big dick energy I'm getting off Beast. Big lipstick energy <laughs> that I'm getting off Beast. But look, I gotta give it... I got to give it to Beast. I got to give it to Beast. He's a hunkier guy. He's a sexy guy. As long as he stays a beast and doesn't turn into a scrawny little Prince Adam, which makes it very interesting what's happening in the next round. That means that Roxanne from the Goofy movie is taking on the fucking Beast in the next step. That is a very exciting turn of events. Okay, next up. We got Judy Hoops. The little bunny. The little cunning-ny. Cunning-ny. Trying to find uh a... this is just dirt. This is just dirt. Versus uh, the fucking penguins from Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins penguins. Um, couple of good-looking penguins in this group. The ones dancing with fucking Dick Van Dyke. Hello, Mary Poppins. Where you got penguins from? You know, he does that Cockney accent. Um, This, this one isn't necessarily as exciting, but look, Judy Hoops, he's hot. Judy Hoops is hot. If I had been born in a different time, I would have had a Judy Hoops uh, teddy that I would have kissed to sleep. Okay? Um, She doesn't get to feature in this. But I also had a crush on Babs Bunny from Tiny Toons. Again, she doesn't get to feature in this app Because this is Disney. Um, Judy Hoops is the cop from Zootopia. Underrated flick. I think it actually is probably rated as high. But, like... These things sweep along. You get your fucking Frozen's and your Frozen Two and your Moanas, and everyone's overlooking Zootopia, which is fucking un- unbelievable. It's on, like it's 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 a proper buddy cop drama, but it's all animals. And as well, Jason Bateman's fox character now nah, he could get it as well, but he doesn't quite make the cut here. Now the penguins. These these are these these are dressed where you're kind of like, what they got? What did got under them fucking feathers? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I've always wanted to make love to a penguin. I'd say it's just like um, a hot water bottle. You know, you know, you know when you cartoon penguin just for the sake. Well, no, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to hurt anyone. I don't want to. Look, none of this is me, you know. You know what I mean? None of this is me. I mean, despite the CCF chance which I have no control over you know C C F when the cat goes meow molesta I'm not condoning molesting um molesting anything this would all be consenting but you know when you watch the March of the Penguins and he has a little leg and like you know you see that it looks so warm in there <laughs> you know it just looks so warm in there in the in the penguin um I would never want to do anything to it you know in this reality. You know, maybe, you know, but look, who's going to win? All right, Judy Hoops or the Penguins? Look, Penguins, you're hot. You're good looking. You're like, um, you're like One Direction, except I think some of you are girls. Some of you are pretty, like Harry Styles. Um, But Judy Hoops, she's giving me kind of, you know, Kristen Bell kind of vibes do you know what I mean not that she you know not a huge fan of Kristen but you know like uh, yeah, I suppose she's a fellow peer actor uh, <laughs> Kristen Bell Um, Judy Hoops Judy Hoops I have a thing I have a thing for bunnies cartoon bunnies so uh, Judy hops. I keep saying Judy Hoops <laughs> Judy hops, because you're a hopping bunny even fucking uh uh, Russell Brand when he was the bunny what was that that was insane that he did that film anyway penguins I'm so sorry but you're out to fucking actually yeah what happens okay so this is what happens to the animals that don't get it right similar to what we did in the Eurovision flounder uh, I say flounder you didn't get through your head already looks like you got mashed in with a frying pan well how about we go for f- seconds and I no John I do I t- just take him out of water and I watch him that's what I do Um Lady Cluck, I of course um, uh, spatchcock and have a whole meal, It'd be lovely uh, and eat and eat her uh, and the penguins. Um, the penguins, I want to make a kind of a tuxedo out of them. See how they like it. Since they since they're wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> okay, next up. Okay, we have got Bagheera from Jungle Book versus Miss Bunny. From Bambi, okay. So here's an interesting one where you have these are animals, right? They're both these are not wearing clothes. These are not living in society. It is not you identifying, um, you know, a societal feature <laughs> on these animals. You're not project. You're not projecting a human that you know onto these animals and thinking, oh, they kind of have the demeanor of the, you know, um, someone I fancy in real life, a human. You know, Bagheera. Bagheera. Funnily enough, much more attractive as an actual animated uh, leopard or panther or whatever he is uh, in the John Favreau Jungle Book. Um, he's got this kind of goofy face. Actually, I you don't know, like he's got kind of a big chin, you know, which I'm not mad on. But um, look, he's a, he's the cat, so that's that's he's gonna he's that's pushed him forward there. Uh, someone got in contact and said he gives off a uh, big kind of very kind of eloquent, sophisticated gay energy. You know, kind of like someone who might you know might meet in a hotel for a cocktail and somehow just convince you to you know to to, to do something with him. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of like a kind of sophisticated kind of Ricky Roma kind of um Glengarry Glen Ross kind of vibe, even though he's kind of an eloquent kind of uh, Ben Kingsley kind of kind of character, you know. Um, or kind of Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, you'd he would talk for ages and you'd be like, I don't know what the fuck you said, but Jesus, that's really interesting. You know, but then you have this fucking pin up Miss Bunny from Bambi, the kind of lady tumper. The one that has Tumper go the one that has Tumper go Boat his feet. Um and look at this thing. Look at this thing. The rouge. The orgasm rouge. Look at the jabs on this thing. Like they knew what they were doing. The cheeks on this thing. They knew what they were doing, and it's like pops up. This is why, literally, this rabbit pops up. This well, Bambi came out in the fucking what, nineteen thirties? So it was a hundred years old, right? And this character popped up for a second, and we're still talking about this. This rabbit. This is this is this is a K. Upton in a bunny. This is K. Upton in a bunny. That's the kind of vibe. You know what I mean? And it's not it's not fair, right? Because it made it, these are the kind of things that makes you think. That there is kind of like. Just. The relationships are based around. There is a female. Hotter version of your species. And they just. And they will be very forthcoming. Just to, get, to be attracted to you. That it'll be so. It'll be that simple. It'll just be that simple. You'll see one. A female of your species. Who's up for it. And she'll make it clear that she's up for it. Because she'll look over and stamp her feet like a fucking rabbit. And then you go over. And you say. Can you really you meet me? And then the rest. You know This is what we're led to believe We're not led to believe that You know And this is not what you want You don't necessarily want to have The same species of you That's just harder That's kind of subservient To your needs Do you know what I mean So I don't think that's fair Having said that Miss Bunny fucking get it Miss Bunny would get it Miss Bunny would get it It could never work with us Unless I was shrunk down In the VR headset Um, Bagheera could make sense Bagheera Bagheera If If he was in real life, and a woman, ideally, ideally, uh, would we'll get it. Um. <laughs> okay. Next up, next up. Okay, so that means that you have. Oh my God! It's Bunny v Bunny, Judy Hops versus Miss Bunny, in the in the, the quarterfinals. Very very exciting times. Okay. Next up, we have. My first, my first real crush, she was my first big crush, was Maid Marion from Robin Hood. Um, maybe like um, uh, redheads for the first, you know. I remember going into going into um, going into bloody um, junior infants, right, and seeing a redheaded girl and thinking she is beautiful. She is beautiful. She is like Maid Marion. I want to. I want to. I want to be with that girl. Uh, and you know what that girl turned out to be? Bloody Claire Fulham, Claire balding on Instagram. Influencer. And now friend of mine. we're not in you know, we're all we're all good friends now. No hard feelings, no hard feelings. <laughs> but it was based on Maid, Maid Marion. Um, just this kind of kindness and the red and and just 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 the, just the eyelashes. Just the eyelashes. just I'm a sucker. She is not even necessarily glamour. I don't know what she's got. obviously she's got fucking tits under her. Head, that's obviously great as well. I'm into that. You know? But similarly, with another big tit under her head, Dumbo's Mam. Dumbo's Mam, what she got under that hat, what she got under the jacket. When you have clothes, it creates the the, the, the you know. I wouldn't want to see Dumbo's going out, you know, Dumbo's Mam going out in the nip, you know? A bit of intrigue. What is under that thing on her back? The cloak. You know? Lovely eyelashes. Um and Maid Marion is kind of serving Marion is kind of a nerd as well. Like she's kind of like not. She's so nice that she's kind of like no crack. Um, well not like no crack, but like if she if she had that personality, you see her dancing. She's like she dances in it and she looks like a fucking loser. Um, but she kind of seems like she's kind of like eager to kind of muck in and help. And she's very supportive and very nice to everyone. You know, um, she's giving me kind of like Bryce Dallas Howard kind of energy. You know, like I think Bryce Dallas Howard is a very good actor and I think she's um, a good director, as we've seen directing two phenomenal episodes of Mandalorian. Um, but she doesn't seem to have a kind of edge or any kind of this personally. She's a peer, of course, fellow director. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i that's the kind of vibe I'm getting off Made Mary. I'm not having to go with Bryce Dallas Howard. I like Bryce Dallas Howard, but I, I don't, you know, it just doesn't seem very funny. She doesn't seem very funny, you know. Uh, so that and then you got Dumbo's mom I don't I don't want to say who would be the kind of um, who would be the the female counterpart to to Dumbo's mom I wouldn't be very nice no offence to Dumbo's mom Um, yeah like I mean I can't even you know it could never work with with me and Dumbo's mom Um, you know I don't want to have another kid (laughs) no that's not true but I don't want to you know I don't want to adopt the fucking elephant you know what I mean Big eared freak. You fucking freak son. Yeah, you can get it, love, but your freak son has to wait outside. You fucking I'll be the evil stepfather of Dumbo. You'll be glad to know you big eared twat me and your ma- me and your ma'am are uh are getting married. <laughs> no, I'm not into you know Although I said this on the podcast before. You know the scene where Dumbo's getting bullied by the, by the ugly kid? Um, and he's like, you big ears! You fucking big ears! In the fucking state of that kid's ears, right? Slagging like Dumbo, and then Dumbo's mom goes mad, you know? And then she gets locked up, and she's having to rock him in the fucking thing. Um, like, I saw that. I, when I worked in the, the zoo, there was this fucking kid shouting at the tapirs, like anteaters. And he's like, you fucking long nose twat! Like, whacker, like spitting at this tape here and uh, I'm not, I am not—I wasn't even you know I wasn't in any kind of sense of authority I was just going around with a fucking hairnet on with a fucking afro would look like underneath because I had so much hair at the time I had to put this hair net on and it looked like a fucking afro with a hat like gingerly placed on top like because I couldn't that's what you had to do in case in a case hair in case one hair goes in a fucking burger you have to look like you have a fucking afro with a tiny fucking train conductor hat um, and so I, I had to be like, "Hey, don't be fucking having to go with the taper." You know what I mean? So I can, you know, I know I've seen firsthand what it is I want to fucking talk about. Maid Marian Maid Marian can get it. Maid Marion is arg- would be number one, but now I realize when you get the other birds in this, that she doesn't really have that much of a personality, like Robin Hood, and she looks exactly like Robin Hood. It's like Milhouse's parents. Like, what's going on there? You know what I mean? That's a, this. That's an episode of The Simpsons they need to do. Milhouse's parents turn out to be related, right? And they need to address the fact that Smithers used to be black. So an episode where Smithers is black. And he has to kind of get back into his um, uh, African-American heritage. And he's like, kind of adopt the culture. Is that bad? Anyway, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter anyway. Next up. So who's that? Is that? Okay, so that is Maid Marion through to the quarterfinals. Next up. So we got Turk from Tarzan. Okay. Turk's kind of like this kind of, you know, androgynous, maybe gay, maybe lesbian, because, you know, Turk's, Turk's a she. It was played by Rosie O'Donnell. I might sue Rosie. I might not. Um. You know, I, I you know, it's kind of serving up kind of cool, kind of cool kind of, maybe, maybe gay, but kind of cool kind of best friend kind of vibes. Do you know what I mean? She's funny. Kind of cool, kind of Kate McKinnon kind of vibe, you know. Just kind of wisecracking. Um, but let me tell you this. I don't I can't even. Turk does not come close to who I have in here. Again, small bit player on a level of Miss Bunny. You got the fucking squirrel, the randy squirrel from Sword in the Stone. You might remember Arthur turns into a squirrel temporarily. This squirrel comes out the fucking gate with a horn so sharp. It could pierce a stone, a sword in a stone. This this squirrel is just like, this is the pe- this is like Pepe Le Pew, but you want you want them to come, you know. Pepe Le Pew was like chasing after the cat, molesting the cat. You know, when the cat goes meow, molesta. That. That's what Pepe Le Pew is doing. He's a member of the CCF community. But this squirrel is chasing after Arthur, and she's got lovely big eyes. She kind of looks like Anna de Armas. From Blade Runner and uh, Knives Out. You know? Ana de Armas kind of vibe. You know? And I should be so lucky as to have an Ana de Armas squirrel coming after me. There is no competition here. Turk, you're... You're a fine woman. Um, But... I'm sorry. You do not come close to the randy squirrel from uh, Sword and Stone. Again, small player. But... um. I mean, I don't, I don't even want to call her a Dampy because she's so small. Can you call, even call this one a Dampy? So this is gross. <laughs> this is gross. But I don't know how it was, go- it was going to be any other way. Did you think I was just going to allude to the fact that I fancy these animals? No, I have to. This is the only way to do it. All right. <laughs> this is the only way to do it. Oh, that means, right. Oh, my God. In the next round, you have this the Randy squirrel from Sword in the Stone versus Maid Marian from Robin Hood. That is going to be stacked. Okay, where are we at now? How many how many are we have are we are we in here? Um Okay. Next up from two films we've already had, Bambi and Robin Hood, we got Bambi's ma, Bambi's mom. He's got it going on. <laughs> um and we got Robin from Robin Hood. A lot again. It seemed that Robin Hood were, the the ladies were just as thirsty for Robin Hood as the boys were for Maid Marian, uh, and Bam, Bambi's Bambi's mom is just an absolute svelte specimen. The eyes on her, most dears in real life are not are nice looking, you know. Um, I wouldn't anything I, I would never outside of VR would I ever, but she's kind of she's a, a bit of an older woman I, I kind of had likened her to a bit of a, a Susan Sarandon but I actually think that she does die quite young so I think she'd um, you know uh, which just lives on the legacy you know like oh man how good how hot was Bambi's mom I never got any of that action why did that hunter have to take Bambi's mom I never got to tap that you know what I mean but um, but Bambi's mom I kind of more of a kind of Gillian Anderson this sophistication to her you know but like kind of scully age. Um, and then Robin. Robin Hood, he's a good looking guy. But you know, he's actually quite goofy. I remember him being much handsomer. Now, he does have the nice kind of furry arms that look like they're muscles. He's got a nice shirt. The shirt looks nice on him. You know, he's funny. He's interesting. Um, I would kind of view him. I was thinking originally kind of Luke Wilson, but I think some more, someone who'd be better than that. Kind of a Chris Pratt. Not as not as Buffy and not as you know you know Gaudy, maybe a Chris Pine. He'd be a Chris Pine, I think. Yeah, Robin Hood would be more of a Chris Pine. Um, and the Bam-Bambi's, Bambi's Bambi's mom is hot. Bambi's Ma is it there's a smoke show, you know, smoke and gun show. Um, and maybe she doesn't deserve to live being that hot. Do you know what I mean? Um, speaking of. <laughs> Hey, am I, uh, am, I, am I a fish trying to hook up with Ariel? Because I'm fucking floundering for content here to talk about this fucking shit. <laughs> um, look, I also kind of dug Robin Hood. I actually dug Robin as well. I wouldn't kick him out of bed. I wouldn't mind rolling over to him, giving him a bit of a spoon, getting a little tickle off his tail. Um, and Bambi's mom it's too much comes with the baggage again. You know, she has the kid and everything, you know. Um, and the kid is like a stag as well. He's know' trying to fight me. I'm not Bambi I'm talking about. I'm not understood. Uh so Bambi with the greatest respect, Bambi's ma'am. Uh you're fucking dead again, bitch. <laughs> I shouldn't have said bitch. Shouldn't have said bitch. Um and hang on, some people are also dead here. Um who's dead? Um Bagheera, Well I'd probably make a lovely rug out of him. Have him from a fireplace would be really nice. Uh, Dumbo's mom, um Can you get ivory Out of ladies Make a nice piano Out of her um, I would Maybe one of those Like uh, the feet Seats You know that You have a Nah I'd let her Look Go on Go on Go on Before I change My fucking mind Go on Go on Take your fucking Big eared freak Would you Okay Go Uh Turk Turk would have His little friend uh, I'd let live and have as a little friend, um, but you got to be careful now because you know if you have your own, you can't have apes in homes. They rip off your face and they tear off your hands. So you can't be messing with chimps. That sinewy fucking strength. And you know your one had her face ripped off, famously, and she had the face um, transplant. She had drugged. She had drugged. She had drugged the chimp and was bringing it into her car, and then it freaked and tore off. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Uh, and then Bambi, again, she rises. What was that? Oh, you actually want to, No, not get... pa. Dead. Okay, how many is that now? Okay, that is... Okay, last one of this contest, and then we'll see what happens in the next episode. Get ready for the next episode. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, okay, so you've got... To be perfectly honest, one of my first crushes, and I don't want to... It's embarrassing. It, it stirred feelings in me in a bit of a weird... In a bit of a weird way, I'm not going to lie. And that is uh, Ka, the snake. Who's a fella, whatever. From the Jungle Book. The song, Trust in Me, is a very sexy song. Um, You know, it's... It's a very, it's a, this whole a hypnosis kind of thing, this whole suggestive kind of vibe. I don't like that. I something stirred in me, but I can't take it away, so I have to face up to it. Um, Ka, look, you did it, and I'm so glad they brought in ScarJo for the John Favreau version. I'm like, oh, that's kind of what the vibe they were going for. It was ScarJo hands all the whole time. It was Scar- guys, <clears throat> you know that, you know the Hot Snake from Jungle Book, the original uh, Jungle Book. Turns out it was uh, Scarlett Johansson the whole time, guys. So, so it's fine that I, it's fine if I got a, you know. I didn't, but I couldn't maintain them then back that age. Um, so you got Ka, the snake. Uh, and one I wasn't familiar with, but once I found out about her, oh my God, did I go down a a deep dive, Vixie from Fox and the Hound. This is the the hot Vixen. that the fo- I've never seen Fox and the Hound. Um, but this when the fox gets kind of separated with the hound, I don't fucking know what happened. The fox goes into the woods, seizes Vixie and look at look at this bird. This is proper, you know, voluptuous, vulpine. Is that a fox? Voluptuous vulpine. Hang on, talk amongst yourselves there for a second. Vulpine. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Voluptuous vulpine is Vixie um, she's got the eyes. She's got the demeanor. She's got the fucking jobs This is a Christina Hendricks of foxes. Um, that's fucking Jesus. I'm being so. I don't mean to be objectifying women as well here. <laughs> you know. So you got kind of this Darren Brown sexiness from Ka, and then the kind of um Christina Hendricks voluptuous fox energy. I'm sorry to do this. I didn't know Vixie I'm not familiar with Vixie The Vixen I know Ka I know the feelings that he stirred That he Until it became Scarlett Johansson Stirred in me um, And it's, it's not on a level where I, It's a goofy looking fucking snake It was not meant to stir I don't know what it was You know But Ka is sexier to me I respect it I don't fancy him I do not want him Or them Them god um this would have been, this would have been an uncomfortable podcast for me to do without a video here <laughs> so this is just anyway um car the snake uh car the snake can get it vixie with the greatest respect to you again i'm you know i don't wanna I don't wanna murder vixie you know um you may you may leave. You may leave. No, hang on. I'm my killer. What will I do? I don't know. I'll, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. Uh, okay. Wow. Right. That means that you have got uh, Robin Hood versus Car the Snake in the quarterfinals. Okay. All right. So that is part one. Don't worry. There's another eight uh, scraps, another 16 combatants to get in. To the quarter-final of the great Disney fuck off, which is what I'm calling this. Um, So just to clarify, this is already who is through to the quarterfinal. You got Roxanne, Roxanne, all she want to do is goofy all night. Uh, So Roxanne, the lovely Roxanne, uh, kicked the shit out of Flounder, fucking left. Stupid, big nose fucking fish twat uh, is not through. the dog from Beauty and the Beast has mauled, uh, has been let into the chicken coop and, blah, 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 and Lady Cluck is no more. Um, Judy Hops, the beautiful Judy Hopps, uh, very attractive uh, rabbit uh, from Zootopia is through. Uh, the other penguins are fucking dead. I don't know why I did to them again. Uh, you got Miss Bunny beating Bagheera. The very sexy, svelte, uh, gay icon that is Bagheera, Miss Bunny, one cameo. The K Upton of Bambi has gone through to the next round. Uh, Dum- Dumbo's mam has suffered another bloody travesty. Not only was she jailed and had her son removed, she lost to Maid Marion, my my first crush um, in, this, in this tournament. And, and Maid Marion is through to the next round. You have got the hot squirrel, the cameo appearing, hot squirrel. Uh, from Sword and the Stone, who beat Turk from Tarzan, Turk the gorilla from Tarzan. You've got Robin Hood beating Bambi's mom again and again. She will not fucking stop dying. Uh, she, and Robin Hood, hot Robin Hood, uh, is is through to the next round. And then you have, in a major upset, we'll say a lot of people, Carl the Snake, the Darren Brown of the Disney Animal Kingdom, uh, beating the the hottest fox. No, that's not true. That's not true. Yeah, we can have a fucking fox in here as well. Vixie, the vol- the the voluptuous vulpine. Um from The Fox and the Hound. Very exciting stuff. So to close out this part one, I do have some uh, interesting stories of people uh, got in touch about their uh first crushes, their first Disney or uh, 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 uh leave it, Gary. Uh animal crushes. So here we go. <laughs> I love this one so much. This is from Tara Elizabeth. Thank you very much, Tara, for sending this in. I used to call the Coco Pops monkey my boyfriend when I was really young. Why the box? That's my boyfriend. My boyfriend. That's so... I find that so funny. Uh, thank you, Tara, for sending that in. I know he's not a Disney character, but still. No, thank you very much for, that, for sending that in. Um, this person has asked... This person has asked to remain anonymous. Um, and on the topic of um, Vixie, the voluptuous vulpine, um, they have written this. When we were younger, we got a copy of The Fox and the Hound on VHS from my granny. Since it was the only VHS uh, we had. I mean, at the end of the day, John, you know I'm having to go with you? But we, didn't, we never called them VHSes back then. We called them videos. Do you know what I mean? Not having to go. Not having to go. Not having to go. Um... Since it was one of the only VHS tapes we had, my siblings and I used to watch the, uh, the film every day, The Fox and the Hound, um, which seems mental now as it's one of the f- uh, saddest, most depressing tales ever committed to film, but also probably explains why today I'm such a horrible, miserable bastard. Anyway... When Todd, the male fox, gets dropped off in the woods on his own by the old woman, he eventually meets Vixie, the sexy lady fox. She had a slender figure, big, beautiful, doomy eyes, fluttering eyelashes, some carefully applied eyeliner, a cheeky grin, narrower waist, and wider hips than Todd, a furry breast and a big soft, bushy tail. She looked sweet and innocent, but she definitely had a devilishly dark side. Possibly into rimming or water sports. I would like to you to uh, I would like to commit her for your suggestion. Thank you very much. Well, look, thank you very much for sending that in. Unfortunately, we got too many. We can't believe move for the hot foxes in this tournament. So I'm sorry. Uh, Person. This person has not made it through. All right. Next up, we have got... Okay, next up, another person who was asked to remain anonymous. Look, this is fine. You can be anonymous first. You know what I mean? This is all about coming forward about your attraction to uh, uh, animated animals. Uh, And then the next step would be, you know, admitting it by applying your own name. Not a Disney character per se, but I do remember my earliest memory of getting H-A-A-A-R-D. Hieroglyphical animated animal arousal reaction to a drawing. (laughs) Um, Anyway, getting hard being directly caused by Candy Kong from Donkey Kong 64. The game was uh, Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo. I think it's Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, not Donkey Kong Country. I'm just going to correct you there, mate. I'm just going to fucking correct you there. Um... I was just um, a boy, maybe nine or ten years old. My life up until this point had been rather pure and innocent. Uninflected. Uninfected. I think you meant, if you will. This was until I stuck the cartridge in the console and like a dust and just like that dust filled cartridge, my mind and my pants were blown that day. <laughs> There she stood at the save point In front of, uh, of this candy stripe stand My mouth ajar As I fixated directly On her 64 bit bosom A weird enchantment fell over me With every kiss she blew In my direction Like the swinging of a hypnotist's watch How I yearned to be a vine In which she swung upon uh, I'd spend hours uh, On that save screen Too young to know Why I was feeling this way But old enough to know That I liked it Eventually though Christmas rolled around And I upgraded to a Playstation 1 um, I was now a man and my attention turned to the arousing depiction of the actual human entities in the form of, Lara, uh, of Tomb Raiders, Lara Croft or Smack, Smackdown's Trish Stratus but every now and again when I come in contact with candy-striped decor or primate <laughs> or the primate part of the zoo I'm immediately brought back to that sweet, sweet moment where all of my innocence was snatched from me like a banana snatched from its peel <laughs> the raw primitive arousal if only you could save me now my original uh, candy crush my queen Kong um, I would love to say who you are because that is phenomenal prose I just didn't read it the best way thank you very much for uh, sending that in um okay <laughs> again again wants to remain anonymous I got my first semi to Princess Atta from A Bug's Life uh, I used to paint me Mickey with a TV remote because I felt such shame at being attracted to a fucking ant. thank you very much for uh, <laughs> for sending that in um she had those cheek, Bella Hadid cheekbones and she was voiced by Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I used to watch it before school and then pretend to feel sick uh, because I couldn't go <laughs> junior imprints with a stand-up willy. Thank you very much for sending that in. Again, anonymous person. Thank you very much for the courage. And thank you very much, everyone who submitted a story, everyone who suggested animals for me to put into this most fuckable Disney animal tournament. This is just part one. Part two is going to be over on the Patreon. So if you like this, and even if you want to support this podcast, regardless if you want to hear the next one, you can go over there on Patreon for the equivalent of a price of a pint a month. You can get it's like 30-something podcasts over there and they're every single Friday. So on Friday, we're going to have part two over there. But don't worry, if you're not in the position to give don't worry because the quarterfinals will be on next Tuesday and you'll be able to see exactly who made it through to those rounds. So don't you worry about that. Um, And thank you very much for supporting this. If you are a Patreon subscriber or just if you're a casual fan, thank you very much. Thank you for supporting me in the video with the Bake Off video. Because of that, I'm doing this one on video as well. Um, And look, I will probably see you on Thursday with the Bake Off podcast. I'll see you on Friday at the Patreon and if not, I'll see you next Tuesday on here. All the best. Don't make it a show.